Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. A lot of people think that gentle parenting is really permissive and you just let your child do whatever they want and you kind of bow down to them. That's not what conscious parenting is. So that's actually called permissive parenting. Basically what conscious parenting is, it's building that relationship with your child. It's focusing on the parent and the child's connection rather than going through punishment and shame or the misbehavior or the kids being quote unquote naughty. So it's all about us as parents letting go of our ego, our desires and our attachments and really looking within, looking at ourselves, looking at our past programming, looking at our inner child wounds, really going through a lot of shadow work. It's all about focusing on the language that we use, our own healing, the expectations that we put on our kids, looking at what triggers us as parents because our kids, they're the biggest blessings and also the biggest triggers in our lives. This is episode 146. Hello and welcome to my podcast show, Your Coach, Helen Yuskovic. This is the Smart Chat series. This is an episode where I chat to an expert or a thought leader from around the world on a certain topic. Hello and welcome back to the show, guys. I am here with someone that has the best name in the world and it's Chilla Love. Chilla, how did you call the surname Love? It's my married name. Yes. (laughs) So funny story, actually, before I was married, my surname, so my maiden name was Kiss. So I went from Kiss to Love. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Pretty cool story. so amazing. Yes. I love that surname. So Chilla is doing all sorts of amazing things in the world, guys. And I'm so excited to have you here. We were connected by a mutual friend. And when I started like looking at your stuff and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to bring her on the show. 
because you're doing such amazing things in the world. So do you want to share a little bit about yourself, what you're doing at the moment and how you got to this space? Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to be here. And so I'm a conscious parent coach. So what I do is I coach parents that are struggling with their kids. I mainly work with kids between the ages of about two and 12. That's kind of my my expertise and my specialty. And I work with parents on their own healing because I believe that we have a lot of inner child wounds and the way that we were parented, that kind of goes into our parenting and the triggers that we go through as parents and our kids trigger us. So that's what I do. I help parents heal and I give them strategies that they can implement and help create more of a connection with their kids and have a bit more peace and joy in their lives again. So the way that I kind of came to this, my career started as a primary school teacher, which I have been doing for over 17 years now. And I did that straight from high school. And I've taught kids from the age of about four or five up to 12. So kindergarten to year six. Absolutely love it. I've always been drawn to any kind of jobs working with kids. Before that, I was a gymnastics coach as well. And then almost nine years ago, I had my first child. So I had my daughter, Scarlett, and that's kind of where my healing journey began. So I went through postnatal depression. It was a very, very difficult beginning of my journey as a mother. I didn't feel that I had a connection with her. There were a lot of feeding issues. I just struggled a lot. I was a perfectionist. I wanted everything to be perfect. I wanted everything to be in a routine. And obviously, when you're a first mum, you have no idea what you're doing. I mean, most of the time, we have no idea what we're doing anyway. But I struggled a lot. And for me, healing myself was the beginning of the journey to conscious parenting. So that's kind of where the journey started. And I love teaching kids about their mind and how extremely powerful our minds are. And I think that a lot of this is not taught. And I found myself when I was teaching and I went back to primary school teaching a couple of years after I had my daughter, I found that I was teaching the kids a lot about their mind because they were just talking so badly about themselves that they can't do this and they can't do that. And I would just stop the lesson and go, guys, of course you can't do it because that's exactly what you're saying to yourself. So I'd always go off on these tangents and teach them about how powerful they really are. And I thought to myself, I I need to create some kind of course for kids that teaches them all about this. Um, So I did that. And through that journey, I kind of um, learned a lot about Um, how your mind works and how children's minds work. And I did an NLP course as well and practiced that a little bit and some timeline therapy. And um, I just really, really loved working with parents and actually helping them to heal themselves, kind of like what I did when I first became a parent and helping them to create that beautiful connection that I now have with my two adorable kids. So I now have two kids, a daughter and a son. So the lovely pigeon pair. Um, And it's just such a beautiful journey. So that's kind of how I came to be where I am. That's so cool. Sounds like an awesome journey. That sort of like led you to your purpose. You mentioned uh, conscious parenting. What is that for people listening that are like, what does that mean? Am I not conscious? Well, sometimes we're not. Sometimes we do things on an unconscious level because we are programmed 
and we get triggered from past childhood wounds and we do things unconsciously. So that's why I kind of like to call it conscious parenting. But the term actually came from um, Dr. Shafali who termed... I love her. <laughs> so she was the first one that actually termed the... Parenting. Yeah. So she wrote a book called The Conscious Parents Transforming Ourselves, Empowering Our Children in 2010. So basically what conscious parenting is, it's building that relationship with your child. It's focusing on the parent and the child connection rather than going through punishment and shame um, for the misbehavior or the kids being quote unquote naughty. So it's all about us as parents letting go of our ego, our desires and our attachments and really looking within, looking at ourselves, looking at our past programming, looking at our inner child wounds, really going through a lot of shadow work and looking at what triggers us as parents because our kids are our biggest triggers. They're the biggest blessings and also mm. the biggest triggers in our lives. <laughs> and so it's all about focusing on the language that we use, our own healing, the expectations that we put on our kids and looking at our own self-regulation. So instead of reacting with punishment, we look at consciously um, enforcing discipline, rules, boundaries, and using some positive reinforcement as well. So it's not about fixing something in the, the short term. It's really looking at building that connection first and looking at how we can kind of move forward with that unconditional love and just allowing our children to be who they are and accepting them for who they are rather than putting our own beliefs and our own ways that we think our child should be. So that's kind of my my yeah. way of explaining what conscious parenting is. It's coming from that conscious level rather than yeah. just reacting in the moment. That's what I was about to ask. So what is not conscious parenting for, yeah, all the listeners that are just yeah. new to this term? Can you share maybe a few examples of that? Because I feel like a lot of listeners might yes. relate to yeah, this absolutely. Part. So conscious parenting is not about just letting your child do whatever they want. So I think this is the misconception and there's also gentle parenting is another term that people use as well. And a lot of people think that gentle parenting is really permissive and you just let your child do whatever they want and you kind of bow down to them. That's not what conscious parenting is and that's not what I teach my clients. So that's actually called permissive parenting. So there's four different parenting styles. There's the permissive parents that allows their children to pretty much run everything and they kind of bow down to them and give them whatever they want. This style of parenting, permissive parenting, is there any good outcome? <laughs> it just sounds um, like, you know, I believe that children need guidance, they need advice, they need boundaries, they need discipline, they need all of these things from parents. And I just wonder, like, if you allow your child just to be their own parent, what good happens? Um, it also depends on the child as well and what other caregivers they might have or what other influence they might have as well. I was actually having a conversation with someone about this today and he was talking about the entitled generation that don't have the resilience, that kind of think everything is handed to them on a silver platter. So from, from my understanding, that's probably what would happen with a permissive parenting style is the children just are entitled to everything and they think that there's no, they, they can't fail at everything, that they just get handed everything mm. to them and they don't have to work for anything. Yeah. So that, that's kind of 
where that one would lead to. I know the perfect child. I'm going to send you this TikTok. There was these two kids, one on Dr. Phil. Okay. And they basically wanted to fire their parents because they weren't being given, I think it was $2,000 a month of pocket money and a Mercedes car and all of this stuff. And just the way that they spoke about their parents, it just broke my heart to think that, you know, this mother went through nine months carrying this child. And from what I believe, probably permissive parenting, this child is now ungrateful for their parents and just the complete like disrespect that they had for their parents was just so heartbreaking to watch it scares me to think that you know a child that I have could potentially like become like that that would just be so heartbreaking as a parent yeah absolutely absolutely and on the other hand it's also important to realize that our children don't owe us anything okay so Mm. we gave birth to them yes absolutely but just because we gave birth to them doesn't mean that they owe us anything so I hear the term lots of times of I gave birth to you and I bring you into this world and I can take you out of this world and you should be a pre appreciating everything that I do for you. And yes, they should be respecting us and it's a two-way street. So if we show them respect, they will show us respect because that is what they know. So we need to... Yeah, we're the adult at the end of the day. Yes, absolutely, 100%. And we need to kind of let go of our own ego. That's why I say conscious parenting is letting go of our ego where kids don't owe us anything, Mm, okay? So we provide for them because that is our job. That's what we do. We are their guides, we're their facilitators, we're their biggest cheerleaders. And then when they have their own kids, they will do the same for them. So it's kind of like that cycle. Yeah. But I think a lot of parents think that their kids do owe them something which they don't. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen it a lot. So what were the other styles of parenting before I interrupted you? (laughs) Yeah, there's authoritative, which I'm hoping I've got them the right way around. I always get kind of confused. So there's authoritative, which is... My dad. (laughs) Yes. So this is where there's a lot of punishment. It's very fear-based. It's shaming them for being, quote, unquote, naughty. I hate using that word, naughty, because I don't believe any child is naughty and I do not believe in labeling any child because if you label them, they're going to live up to that expectation. So um, this is where they a lot of the the slapping and the hitting and you just do as you're told, you live under my roof, you follow my rules, no questions asked. And then there's this conscious parenting style, which is it's a relationship. It's It's give and take. It's forming that connection first. So I always say connect before you correct. So build that connection first and then you can correct it in boundaries and discipline and rules and natural consequences as well. So someone that's authoritative, like my dad, when he looks at conscious parenting, he thinks that you've lost all control as a parent. Yeah. And a lot of people do. And there is that generation that believe conscious parenting will have a generation of what's called snowflakes. So these are the kids that, like we were talking about before, that have the entitlement and uh, cannot deal with failure, don't have the resilience. Conscious parenting does have boundaries and does have discipline. It does it in a way that is respectful and Mm -hmm. loving rather than punishing, which is fear-based. So that's kind of the alternative 
to it there and that's the difference between it. I have friends that are conscious parents and their kids are so resilient, are so yeah. respectful, are yeah. so polite, are just yeah. everything that you wish your child would be and you think she didn't even smack her child once yeah. growing up. What? Yeah. yeah. It's so beautiful to see. I love this breed of children. Yes, me too. It makes me so excited for the next generation coming through because they are going to be so much more consciously aware. They're going to have the emotional regulation skills, uh, which we probably weren't taught as kids. We were taught to just don't cry. Everything would be fine. Bottle it up. Yes. Be seen and not heard. There's all of that trauma that we are now healing so that our kids don't have to do it. And so that our kids can then bring the world up to this beautiful next level of consciousness, which makes me so, so excited. And it's just going to be like your surname, full of love. Yes, exactly. It's time time for your first curveball. Are you ready to play? Yes, sure. Uh What is your favorite form of self-care? Meditation. Me too. I love meditating. Yes, tell me more. And also having a bath. Oh, my God, me too. Yeah. With some essential oils. Yes. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. I love that. They're exactly. Such a big believer in self-care as well. Like I make sure that I tell my clients to practice self-care because we can't be the best versions of ourselves until we are looking after ourselves. We can't be the best mother that we can be, the best partner that we can be, the best whatever career we choose if our cup is not full. So it's so important to for self-care yeah I'm actually looking for a place to buy and my non-negotiable is a bath if there's no <laughs> bath in there I'm not going <laughs> yep. manifest that write that list and manifest it for sure you'll get it you'll get it <laughs> I love it how does a parent with teenagers and adolescents begin to shift to conscious parenting in this day and age when screens and phones and all of that are so prevalent, help, Chilla, yes. help. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So first of all, it's never too late to start conscious parenting. Obviously, it's easier when the kids are younger. It is a little bit harder once they're teenagers because their programming has already been set. They're already highly influenced by peers. They've probably learnt to not even speak to their parents and just shut themselves away in their room with the technology. So the first thing we kind of need to do is look within ourselves first. So we can't change anyone else. We need to look within. Okay. So what is it that we are doing that can then flow on to our teenagers? So how are we showing up in the relationship with our teenagers? Are we constantly on our phones as well? Are we constantly, instead of maybe spending time with them, are we on our phones as well? So kind of looking within first. And then also, like I said before, connection. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June too is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Connection, connection, connection. That is so, so important. So find something that they enjoy doing and do it with them. Whether you enjoy doing it or not, it's irrelevant. You want to create that connection with your child. So find something that you love doing and do it with them. Also give them some age-appropriate independence as well, because part of conscious parenting is also trusting that our children are going to make the right choices, trusting that we have done our job and giving them that little bit of independence, age-appropriate to go out there and make mistakes when they need to. And if they do make mistakes, let them know that they can come to you. You don't want them to go to somebody else or to hide away. They need to know that they can come to you without judgment and know that it is you and them versus the problem, not you against them. Can you give an example of, let's just say the age 11, it's a weird age, right? (laughs) Is it a baby? Is it a teenager? Is it 11? What would a specific example be of an age-appropriate independent activity? It depends on the family. So every family is very different and Mm -hmm. every parent has different levels of safety that they have for their child as well. So I guess something that they could do if you live close to the school, something independent is they could walk to school with Mm. a group of friends, for example, or walk home with a group of friends. That gives them that little bit of independence and yet you still know where they are and have that level of safety for your child as well. Yes, I'm trying to remember when I started walking to school. That was so different back then. (laughs) So different because I coach a few kids as well and the ones that have separation anxiety from their parents, you know, I feel like it's important to start teaching them independence softly. Yes. (laughs) And one of our clients recently, we got her so confident that she went to camp um, which was a really massive step for her she had a few ups and downs while she was there so that was a big tick and then Mm -hmm. the next step was moving her out of her brother's room because she wasn't comfortable by herself so she went to her brother's room and now moving her back out it's it's so scary for kids especially anxiety and separation anxiety and this all started because of the lockdown so I feel like a lot of kids might be going through things so parents of adolescents that have you know been locked down a lot that have changed this is a side effect of lockdown and parents weren't armed No, no, absolutely not. And I think we also need to be a little bit patient as well and not force our kids to do things if they're not quite ready for it as well. So I'm in a very similar situation with my daughter as well. So I moved them out of, they were in a room together and I moved them separately because she was asking to go into a room on her own. And she absolutely loves, loves, loves having her own space. And there are times when she doesn't want to be alone and she's scared of being alone. 
I need to remind myself to just be a little bit more patient and know that this is a phase that they're going through and arm myself with some strategies that I can use to help her kind of get through it. So it's empowering ourselves with the knowledge and with the awareness that we kind of need to guide our children and to facilitate whatever issue they're kind of going through. So it is taking that ownership back on the parent and going, okay, well, how can I help my child get through this in the best possible way? Yeah. What I'm hearing is connect, right? So with adolescents, teenagers, if you want to start transitioning to become more of a conscious parent, start with connection. Like how are you connecting with your child? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And would you like the way that if you were in a reverse situation, you know, would you like your parent to be you, Mm. (laughs) you know, put the mirror up, see what it's like. Yeah. Would you hang out with (laughs) Yes, exactly. That's what I think all the time. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. sure. It's Mm. time for your next curveball, Chilla. Are you ready to play? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I'm game. (laughs) (laughs) Might be similar to the first one, but I don't know. How do you shift from a negative mindset to a positive mindset? What do you do? Mm, That's a good one. I'm a mindset coach. (laughs) These these questions make me salivate. I love it. I love these questions. It it would definitely have to be meditating and also getting out in the sun. I find the sun has so much healing properties. And I think we've been told that the sun is so dangerous and we need to cover up. And I think it's absolutely beautiful. I mean, obviously don't go out there till you burn, but out there and and getting at least 10, 15 minutes of sunlight Mm. is going to do wonders for your energy and your well-being and your mental state. Yeah. Eating healthy, definitely eating healthy as well. Love all of those things. Can we shift our focus to people that are at trimester zero or, and people that are pregnant, women that are pregnant, can they begin to prepare for conscious parenting and how, because I know that there's a breed of women that want to be ready like myself, like how do we be great conscious parents? Absolutely. What a perfect, perfect place to start. Like you, before you become a parent, and I was actually coaching um, one of my clients through it, through the program that I have. And he actually said to me after one of the sessions, he goes, you know what, people that are women that are pregnant, or even thinking about having babies need to know about this. Because we're not taught about any of this. When we fall pregnant, there's so much focus on giving birth and what to do through your pregnancy. And there is nothing to prepare you for the other side when you actually have your baby. There's nothing there and no one can prepare you for it. The first thing to do is to heal yourself. Work on your own inner child healing, work on shadow work, look at the way that you are parented and think about what your values are and the type of parent that you want to be as well. So like I said before, letting go of our own ego and the expectations that we have on ourselves as well and on our future children and accepting them for who they are. So before you fall pregnant or if you are pregnant, start doing a little bit of research about the different parenting styles. Learn as much as you can. The earlier that you can start in this process, the better and your children will 100% benefit from it. But the first place to start is to really look within and start healing yourself because even if we think that we've had 
the most perfect childhood and nothing ever went wrong, there is always something there that we can heal. And the more that we can heal ourselves, the less our children will have to do. And us healing actually heals our children and also heals our parents and the generations that came before us as well. So that's kind of where you would start. I love everything you just said. Is there any other tips, tricks, hacks that our listeners could walk away with, Chilla, if they haven't been as conscious as they would like to be now that they're listening? Like maybe people are like, oh, maybe I need more patience. Oh, but what about partners as well? Like if you have a partner that is just not into conscious parenting and say they're more authoritative parenting, yeah. how do you navigate that as well? Any advice, Miss Killer? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So first of all, give yourself some grace. We do the best that we can with what we know. Okay. So you, once we know better, we tend to do better. So don't be so hard on yourself. So that's the first thing. And we all make mistakes. It's not the end of the world. We're not going to ruin our children if we yell at them a couple of times or if we lose our cool. We're human. Everyone has emotions. And actually showing our children those emotions is going to be so beneficial. And also recognizing when we've made a mistake and apologizing for it. So that is crucial. Absolutely. Like I, I'm constantly apologizing to my children because even I lose my cool sometimes. We're human. We make mistakes. So the biggest tip that I can kind of give is first look within. As I said, always start with yourself because you cannot change anyone else. You can only change yourself. So start that healing and have patience as well with yourselves. Learn some emotional regulation skills so that you're not reacting in the moment, but rather looking consciously at the situation and acting a little bit more rationally. Look at the triggers that might trigger you. So why would your child screaming or crying, why would that trigger you? Has something happened in your past that has caused that trigger in you? So heal that part of yourself. If you don't know how to emotionally regulate, learn the skills or hire a coach or have some one there mm. that can kind of help you because children are not born with the ability to regulate their, their own emotions. It is something that we yes. need to teach them. Okay. Yes. So if we don't have the emotional intelligence and we don't have the regulation skills or strategies, then they won't have them either. And then that cycle will just continue. Okay. So with regards to partners that have oh. opposite Use. Yes, this is a massive one. Yes, yeah, absolutely. It's so important to communicate. Communication is the key to any kind of relationship. So what I would suggest people do is spend some time, sit down with your partner and really look at the values that you share. So look at the values and the type of parent that you want to be and do it in a non-judgmental way. So make sure that you're not putting any pressure on each other, that it is simply we are going to discuss what is going on here. Work through some things that are non-negotiable. So for example, one non-negotiable might be that we don't hit our kids and that is a non-negotiable, okay? There may need to be some compromises and both parents need to make sure that they're not going against their own values for the sake of keeping the other parent happy. That kind of goes into a whole other ball game of codependence. Resentment will start building. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. It just kind of snowballs from there. So once we lose our own values, yeah, like you said, we start resenting the other parent. So really communicate, look at the values, look at what's non-negotiable, look at where you can compromise as well. 
And then if things really, really cannot be resolved, then possibly look at getting some help, whether it's a counsellor or whether it's a coach or some third party that can sit down and go, okay, well, this is how we can go moving forward. Thank you so much for all of that information. I have one more curveball for you. Are you ready to play? (sighs) Absolutely. Just sort of came to my mind now. Have you ever been unconscious and then become conscious realizing, whoa, 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 what did I just do? What is a specific situation where that happened and how did you deal with it? Oh, absolutely. I still get triggered a lot by my kids, 100%. And there have been times where I still yell at them and I I know in the moment I'm like, chilla, stop, chilla, stop, stop. What are you doing? Stop. And I just can't stop myself. What <laughs> what kind of happens in that moment is yeah. I'm still working on my own healing and healing is a lifelong journey. You don't ever reach that end point. So I'm still learning as well. And then our, once we kind of think we've we've gotten to that point where our, with our kids and we're like, okay, I know what I'm doing, something else happens and they change. How do you move through being an unconscious parent to a conscious parent, like when you catch yourself in the act, like you mentioned, you know, that you can lose it sometimes. What do you do and what are we supposed to do? So in the moment, the best thing to do is probably take a deep breath. Breathing can really help your mind stabilize a little bit because when we are angry, and this is the same with children and anyone, our rational mind doesn't quite work as well. It it shuts down. So we need to learn those self-regulation skills and learn what works for us. So breathing might work for some people. Some people might need to just step out for a moment. They might need to go outside. They might need to just walk around a little bit. Uh, Make sure you let your children know that you're going to be coming back. Um, Mummy just needs to step outside for a little bit to calm down and then I will come back. And also just having an awareness of what we are doing. We can't change anything if we don't have an awareness of what we are doing. And always apologize. So if you do like yell at your child, for example, go back to them and say, I'm so sorry that I yelled at you. I did not like the way that I spoke to you. Let's try this again. And in future, I will make sure that I take a deep breath before I respond or tell them something that you're going to do to teach them those self-regulation skills. So have that debrief with yourself, have that debrief with your kids and you'll, you'll surprise yourself. Your kids watch and copy every single thing that you do, good or bad, they will copy you. So if you are teaching them to apologize, they will apologize to you. So even my daughter and my son now comes to me if they've lost it or if anything has happened without even me having to prompt them, they'll come to me and say, mommy, I'm so sorry. So it, it works. Like it absolutely works. And it is just so beautiful to see. Yeah. I love that. And even if it feels, if it doesn't feel organic, just keep trying it until it becomes organic because when you've been conditioned in a certain way and when you've been parented in a certain way moving into a conscious parenting realm can feel bizarre and it might feel like you're being fake or inauthentic but it's a new skill that you're learning so just as you mentioned before have some grace and some patience with yourself and I love what you said before that 
we are all just doing the best we can with what, Absolutely. Our, what we know. And also our kids, if they haven't been parented in the conscious parenting way, it's going to take time for them to get used to it as well and for them to respond. So even if it doesn't work in the first day or the first week or the first month, just keep going with it because I promise you, I promise you that it does work and that you are going to have such a beautiful connection with your child for the long term. Thank you so much for today. It's been so lovely having you here. Uh, Before we go, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners, anything at all? Yes. So if it's okay, I would love to share my program that I go through with my parents. So it's called the Love Soul Parenting Program because I created it with my last name and I put my heart and soul into it. And I believe we are all pure loving souls. So that's kind of where it came from. So it's an eight week one-on-one intensive program. And so what I would love to offer the listeners is a free first consultation and then also 10% off the program. So if anyone reaches out saying that they've listened to this podcast, then that is what I would love to offer them because I just, I could literally talk about this all day. I love it so much and it brings me so much joy to see the transformation and the change that happens in these families. It's just the perfect gift. Beautiful. I'll put all of your links in the show notes as well for listeners to be able to contact you. You should check out her TikTok too because it goes off. (laughs) What's your TikTok Chiller handle? Chiller.love. Chiller.love, guys. And no, it's not C-H-I-L-L-A. It's C-S-I-L-L-A. But I'll put the link in the show notes anyway because you have to subscribe to her TikTok. I was just like, I had to stop myself because I'm like, well, I've been scrolling for way too long on your page. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so thank you for all the work that you're sharing. I'm sure that you're helping so many people. So keep shining your light. I hope you enjoy the show today. Remember, you can jump on my Instagram to let me know your thoughts on my podcast show. I would love to see it. And if you have a moment, please share a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so that we can help move the show along together. If you share a review, please send me a screenshot of it so that I can send you a thank you gift. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode. I'll see you next week for next week's episode. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 